And we're back! Here we are. You missed us so. There's so much to... I, I don't even know where to begin, but so, I think I do know where yes. to begin after all. That's all we do know. Right? That's uh, all I know. Other Everything else is just like a... the fucking Alice crowded... theme song. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> really? That? that was the end of... You know what it is. I thought it was, there's a new yeah, but girl the end, in goes, town. And she's feeling good. good. But then at the end it goes... But if things work oh. out, she's gonna stay a while. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Don't you remember that part? No. Yeah, she really brings it down at the end. But, well, let's not bring it down right yeah. out of the gate. No, we've got too much to talk about. We've got, the, and I want to tell you right now, there's a controversy. Uh oh, what? So, In the, well, with, among the podcast people yeah, or among is, you? As in is your life? The, the routine. Yeah. When. One of us says to the other, hey, should we do, you have time to pot it up? Because that's how we usually say it. You have right. time to pot it up? We're potting it up right now. And uh, it's been very tricky to find a yeah, time that we can impossible. pot it up. Because Outfest is happening. I've been outfesting and you've been you working. You're a full-blown Outfest. I've full-blown Outfest. And we'll talk about that, of course. But So that's made Dennis uh, just impossible yeah. um, I'm to, busy most to nice. schedule. To schedule. Yes. And... Um, so uh, you so, uh, you happen to be home. I guess there was a film cancellation, and you're here on a yes. Saturday afternoon, uh, unplanned. And right. oh, let's pot it up, okay? And the, I well, let me check and see if there is any listener email right? over at thecomedycouch at gmail dot com. Thecomedycouch at gmail dot com, and I printed out a couple. And uh, the shit's gonna hit the fan. Uh oh! Later Should on we bust in, it out? No, I'm gonna save it. I want to do. That's what we call a tease okay. in the business. All right. So that's we're like just on the in news when they're saying there's something in your house that can kill you. Yeah. Film at eleven. Please. Um, I met a podcast listener last night at Outfest who I hadn't met before, who just Aww. came right up and started ch- chatting with me. His and, name was James. And he said, uh, "Hello, I'm James. I'm a listener of the podcast." Yeah. He just said hello. And, and he knew you from recognizing your face. I or... guess so. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't speaking or anything well, no, last I, night? Or no, I was. I did an auction with Evie Harris. I ran an auction before the show. <laughs> That's hilarious. Right? Um, Outfest had three big items that they needed to auction off, and, uh-huh. they, and Scott Meckling, who's, who worked there when I first started, sure. left and now is back, asked me if I would do it, and I thought, sure. But I, I thought I wanted to get some help in case nobody was bidding on right. anything. And so Evie, Jack Plotnick did Evie and came in from the woods – you know, Dennis, Dennis, and oh, because it was at the Ford Amphitheater. It was at the Ford so Amphitheater. So he came out of the bush. He came out of the bush. <laughs> Evie, what were you doing here? Well, I, I, Dennis, I passed out back there. I had a dentist appointment. What kind of dentist? Do you have a dentist appointment in the woods? Yeah, I have a dentist appointment in the woods. He filled a cavity. Evie, that doesn't sound right. I don't think it was a dentist. Well, that maybe you're right, Dennis. Because why would a dentist say I had a cavity in my vagina? And why would he try to fill it with his penis? Evie, I don't think he was a dentist. Oh, no, Dennis, he was a dentist because my face is numb. Oh, did he give you Novocaine? No, he kept slapping me across the face with his cock. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, well, let's get on with the auction. So that, that's our shtick that we did. And so maybe he saw Dennis Hensley, whatever. Yeah. I was up in front of the folks last night. But people bid on the three items. I thought it was going to be dead, but people went crazy. What were the items? Mm. There was a Neil Patrick Harris package. Oh, which boy. included uh, I mean, cock and two that balls. kind of writes itself, <laughs> right? It? No, it was like uh, you get tickets to go see Ren at the Hollywood Bowl, you get a limo ride, you get food from somewhere, and then you get a meet and greet with Neil. I would like to and go then, and see that rent. Yeah, it could be cool. It's mm-hmm. in August. And then um, one of them was an Atlantis cruise in August. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, they're not selling. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's coming up right away, and you have to get yourself to Europe. And then one was a Vegas package at the Wynn Hotel. That's the one that they asked me to do. Which one? The, they asked one? me to perform. Oh, really? They wanted me to go and do... I didn't know this. ...stand-up. I was going to do four half-an-hour sets. Right. But it was two different cruises back-to-back. So two on one cruise wow. and then two on the next. They wanted me to be gone... Yeah, it was three full weeks. Wow. It was like It was like 24 days or 23 days um, to be gone. But it was like for no money... Mm-hmm. I mean, like almost literally no money. And I was like, I can't take that. I can't take almost a month off work yeah. and lose all that, yeah. you know, my, what I would make at work. Yeah, it was a bad deal. But at least they reached out. Like, yeah, uh, but, you know, whatever. Well, I thought you thought you were off the list for that. Oh, yeah. I'm so, yeah, it's, it's That's bad. Good that Things are bad over at Atlanta. I mean, with me over at Atlantis. But whatever. I'm but on they the shit asked list. you, so yeah, why so are that you on is the shit good. list? Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, because if, if you're, you're not on the, on the shit list, list, then they give you a check. 
Right. This I was see. sort of like if you want to come and do this for free, you'd be around for two weeks or three weeks, and then you could probably repair the damage. And I'm kind of going, well, I don't know that I'm really. I mean, it sounds amazing. Did they literally for, say that? For, yeah, it sounds great to be on a ship in yeah. Europe for three weeks and for you know and have that not cost you anything, but. But the opportunity cost three the weeks money, of yeah. lost wages, yeah. and you know it's just no, nah. yeah. yeah. And I didn't do anything wrong that I should be punished for. That Did I should they literally have to go, say it that yeah. way. Who that said sh- it? The guy that you like, the Booker. There? Yeah, but there's one that you likes, like, and there's yeah, he one. likes me very much. And so he was being frank. Like I think this is the only chance to get you back on is if you want to come and fucking donate your time. Like you're not a professional comedian, um, and you know Ugh. kiss the owner of the company's ass, which, uh, you know, hey, when you're the owner of anything, yeah, if you want people to kiss your ass and you want them to jump through hoops and you go, here's the hoop, jump through it, like, yeah. I, that's cool. You yeah. Then people can either jump through the hoop or not jump through the right. hoop. So I made the choice. I'm certainly not trying to position him as a bad guy. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, so. it's just not worth it financially for what it was. Yeah, cost. well, and it's also morally, I just think it's wrong. I think it would be wrong of me to go groveling back and be like, I'm sorry I slept with a guy that you wanted to sleep with, even though you had this boyfriend that you introduced me to, and how could I have possibly known yeah. that you also slept with people on the side when your boyfriend wasn't around? You, they should uh, have like, little stickers. He should yeah, have a little sticker and you know, of course, you know, it was my own ignorance. Like sold, like, like, in an, yeah. like at a thrift store? <laughs> right. But, you know, I mean, I understand that there's a lot of – there's all different kinds of marriages or relationships. Right, and whatever right, right. people's arrangement is is their own, and I don't mean to sound judgmental of that. Yeah, but you didn't know. Um, but, you know, it's weird. Yeah, don't just the, – the assumption was that as a gay, I would just know that yeah. he and his child bride had this arrangement. Right. That when the child bride, you know, had to go back to whatever, school or camp or whatever, yeah. that – then he was allowed to yeah. do whatever he wanted, and you know, then I somehow cock blocked him. I don't know. It's just it's that's all right for a millionaire. It seems awfully juvenile. I'm having um a look at this departure that I'm it's drinking. It's just water, right? It's a tall drink of water, right? It's literally tall. This is like a yeah, foot tall it's refreshing glass. I think this is called a pilsner glass. That's what I guess. beer would be served okay. in, like a Stein. Um, yeah, no, it's not but a Stein. anyhow, so it's a really tall glass, and it just has water and ice cubes in it. I'm, that's like so old school. Yeah, it's very summer. It yeah. suddenly became summery. Oh my god, it's hot as fuck outside. I know, crazy, out of nowhere. 116 in Phoenix. I talked to my mom. Yesterday. Holy smoke! I, I have a little press trip opportunity to Arizona in August that I might take, hmm. like a weekend, if I could find anyone that will let me write about it. But like, it'd be like four days or something. The the Phoenix tourism gay guy that. Right. Did it a couple years ago. Wants you to just come there. There'll and... be a few people, and they'll put us up and right. spa and hotel and all that stuff. I just have to find an outlet, so yeah. I might do that. It is still the summer of why not. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Why so. the fuck not? Yeah. So, um, so tell us about Outfest. Well, on us. Oh, I love it so much because you've been giving us the cold shoulder for what? two weeks now because you've been so busy, so devoted to the Outfest. So. Well, it's just that so our schedules be... are no, on the different times. No, I love well, the Outfest. I love it so me the cold much. Shoulder, shoulder, uh, your listeners, I know. That missed you. Well, so it's my P town, I suppose. It is, although that's, it's that's in the right. same town. I just love it. It's uh, a lot of fun. I've seen some good things I've seen some not great things mm-hmm. I've seen a great movie called Undertow that I recommend to everybody okay. uh, it's set in a Peruvian village fishing village and nah. it's just beautiful no thanks it's so beautiful I'm just kidding I'm sure it's no it, that's, I'm and sure it's the great. filmmaker I, is a guy I kind of know named Javier and he's from Peru mm-hmm. and he came here to go to school at Cal Arts when he was like 30 he came sure. out of the closet very late and he says when he got up to announce the film, he was driving. He said he used to come drive down Sunset before he was out of the closet and hope that there would be a red light so he could look at the Outfest people. And the third year he did that, he said, "Fuck it, I'm going to go in there." And that's he went in there and he saw a film and then he came out of the closet and wow. wrote a script. And the next thing you, you know, cut to ten years later. I thought he was hoping that there would be a red light somewhere on Sunset near like an underwear billboard. Yeah. Or something. That's what so I thought you were going to say, so that he could steal a glance at you know Antonio Zabata Jr.'s package, or right? Something. Um, but the Outfest, he just wanted people. to be a part of it, and he was you know in the closet and all that stuff. So it was beautiful. That's gonna, that's that's my big rave of the the fest. Outfest audience is um, they're a casual bunch, Dennis. 
You mean in terms of dress? Yes, it is a casual, casual bunch. Well, you were there. And I know on a it's weird also a night. thousand degrees. It's a thousand degrees, and it was, it, you know, like you were at the Lemley Sunset, which isn't. It's different than the Directors Guild, although they might be just as casual at the DGA. But you thought there were lots of shorts and t-shirts and yeah it's, yeah. it's ratty it's rag it's a rag, it's a rag tag, tag bunch yeah it doesn't you know what i mean you think of i think if you describe and i don't mean that to sound cunty um there's more of that coming later but um but it's sort of like i you know i've been thinking a lot of how when you it, you know movies and more when you talk about when you talk to people back home or that live even in yeah even if, when i was in p-town there was a sense of when i oh where do you live oh i live in la i write a tv show Oh, people's eyes would widen like, wow, I'm, I'm a real Hollywood insider to them. Right. And so I think then that really I, I, that's really resonated with me mm-hmm. at how not an insider. Like I do. I drive to a little TV studio every day. I mean, kind of. I mean, it's a building. But I mean, like I work on a TV show and, mm-hmm. and say, oh. Like what, on the Dick Van Dyke show. What's going to be on the air this week? And we talk about, you know, numbers and demographics. And, you know, so right. there is some of that. and. You know, will our, our will our viewers respond to this? Is something that we say. You know what I mean? Like that's sure. kind of an inside kind of a conversation to have. But but yeah, I don't know. I think that you, people would imagine that the gay film festival in Hollywood would be one thing, and I just want to tell them it ain't that. Well, no. If you were there on opening night or one of the, any of the bigger nights, I, it would be that people I are suppose. dressed up. Yeah, this was like a second comedy screening. Thursday night at 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot, and it just became fucking hot. But even, so. like, even opening night, it's always, like, either the trailer doesn't work or the curtain isn't or the podium, mm-hmm. the mic's not on. or the. Do you know what I mean? Isn't it always, like, there's always something, and you're like, really, we've got every faggot in Hollywood here, and and the, but the there's no sound check or the mic didn't – like, that yeah. always blows my mind. Like, it should be the slickest. Well – And I know that comes down to money. Well, not necessarily. Like the DGA screening for our shorts cl- thing was slick and perfect oh, and really? sound. And like you saw, like it was weird. Like they took all the films and put them onto one digibated tape, so it just played straight through. Sure. And then at the Lemley Sunset, it was like they popped in each one because the code had oh, come up. Okay. Like it wasn't like that, and the sound was fucked up at the at the Lemley Sunset. It was a night and day kind of. Contrast. Oh, that's interesting. DGA is a class act because wow. they know how to. But then the do it. actual movie theater, no good. Sunset yeah. <laughs> Wow! I, I should okay. have ran back there and said it's too loud, but I didn't. I should. Well, do. I was in the you know the very back, and so I wouldn't say that it was pain. Too it was loud. just distorting, though. It was. It was too loud only in the sense that I can't get that fucking lesbian folk song out of my mind. Oh, I didn't expect about you people to her last. wanting to fucking teach her to swim. Yeah, I didn't make that I was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I didn't make ever. any sense. Uh, the program horrible. that my short was in had like I don't know eight or nine things, and some of them were really funny, and then there were a few that were really weird and bad and went on forever and it was clearly like inclusiveness diversity kind of slots you know meaning like there this isn't very good but we need to but get we, it. Need, we need a lesbian, a lesbian yeah we need a le- wacky comedy not a short short. lesbian we yeah. got plenty of those i mean i'm sure around, there are but... really great uh other lesbian shorts in the festival but we need right. this is the wacky comedy section and it's all the same it's all drew trokey basically right. uh so and then, and then there was a movie that starred all transgender people which was wild. looked it looked incredible the production values for that yeah were maybe the best of all of them yeah they had some money like it was yeah and but it, it they didn't really have a movie. strong script. No. The script didn't really lay out, do the groundwork yeah. to answer the questions you needed to. Yeah, it was kind of a weird have movie. answered in your mind. But and then did you see them all bow at the end? That was kind of weird. I like a cast bow at yeah. the end of a film. That yes. I thought was like this whole it, cast bows. It was yeah yeah. So yeah, it was a uh, interesting. What I thought it was, and if luck and love, life's gonna be so sweet. sweet. Isn't that the end of Alice? I don't bum, remember. Bum, 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 bum. I don't remember that. It just brings it really down. It's very subtle. Okay. Well, I don't remember it. Anyway, now we're back to the beginning. I know. So other things you've loved at Outfest. Um, let's see. I have loved. I, there's a there's a lot of boy flurry happening. Um. Well, there always is. Well, but I. Okay, this is so your here's time. the thing. Yeah, it is my time to This shine. is always the. This is you always the time of year when up. you come out of your cocoon, and you think you're I'm in a cocoon and you. Normally? No, but I mean, you come out of your cocoon a 
proud butterfly. And you flit around and you get a lot of attention. People love you at Outfest. They, That's it's true. A, it's a good – I've, I've described them as sh- – uh, sh- what did I describe them as? Too casual and yeah. imperfect. Those people love you, Dennis. I know. Those rag t- <laughs> that ragtag bunch of uh, I didn't mean flip-flop for that to be wearing – no, um, but I'm saying that that you know. No, it's a great place to meet people because yeah. they're, they're it's um there's something to talk about and the people are usually people that like to see movies and right. stuff like they're that. They're not just Hollywood assholes. Yeah. I mean they they are I'm sure but, a lot of uh, Hollywood assholes there as well. The first weekend at Boy Shorts, I was sitting across the aisle from this fellow named Richard and I kind of I don't know, I he looked kind of familiar to me and smiled and then we chatted and next thing you know, Facebook and then we're going to hang out and then he came to the screening um, Thursday night. By the way, your movie's fantastic. Oh, thank you Let very much. Let me just much. go on record as saying into thank a microphone. Thank you. I'm it's so, terrific. Thank you. And I want you to see it on the small screen too with the less sound dis, you know, whatever. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, no, you. I really, I really loved it and that goddamn Jackie Clark needs to be in more things. She's so talented and great. Because she didn't fun. have very many lines at all. No. But she she's like able to like ring things out of lines yeah. that are, yeah, that are fun and she has. A, um, I like the really whole cast. I liked all the cast. The good. entire cast. Good. I like the cast's holes. Good. I liked they all have of nice it. holes. Yeah. Good. I'm um, glad. So um, it looked beautiful, and Jesse did a good job. Very well produced. Jesse did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And the editing is good. Like I think it's a lot of these shorts in this program were sort of YouTube kind of thrown together. Which things, I am which offended by. No, well, I, I don't. I know I didn't pay, but let's pretend right. I did for this rant. I don't want to pay money to go to a shorts festival and see some fucking funny or die video that I saw two years ago yeah. about, oh, a storm is coming, the gay marriage storm. I think it's a little like, weird that stuff Don't fucking show me that. I think it's – I don't mind the production value if something's funny because Evie Hero Shining Star, we shot – like that was kind of that kind of thing. But if it's something that people have already seen right. online – No, my I, be, the funny or yeah. die thing looked great. Yeah. And it's star-studded and all that stuff. It's old, and we've all seen it. Like everyone's seen it. Yeah. Like you don't. Get I think to that just was a. Don't fucking pad yeah. out your program when it's plenty long. Yeah. Believe me, people love an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. We. You don't need. We. We it doesn't need to be two hours, folks. Yeah. Really doesn't. Um, Alonzo, Outfest programmer, but doesn't uh, need to be. I forgot what I was going to say. My 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 boss. Yes. Who Ed. was your? Oh, boss. I forgot to tell you. Wait, no, wait. Here's the thing. I wasn't going to stay through the whole program because there was a few of those I couldn't sit through. So I told this guy, Richard, who was coming to see my film, <laughs> that I'm leaving after the first Cagney and Gacy because it's really funny. Yeah. And I'll watch that and then I'll go take get a drink. So he came out with me, chatty, chat, 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 outside, kissy, kiss, kiss, kiss. You made that, out with him? I did. At the DGA? Of. No, in the, at the Lemley Sunset on the little benches, kind of <sighs> kissing and stuff. And then I went back in for the Q&A. That's fucking what Outfest is about. You're a Hollywood asshole. That's what Outfest is that's about. Great. Yeah, no, that it's good. Is, that's a good story. It is a good story. That's why well, you were watching that swimming Ugh, music video, God. which even our lesbian friend gave the lowest possible score. Um, you know what? They don't even give me a ballot. It's really funny that they didn't. They gave they didn't me a little a pencil and no ballot. It's like they could just know. You know, we don't even want to hear what you would <laughs> it's, say. It, oh, that's is that the? You're that like, guy. He's the unimpressible. Is that the unimpressible? <laughs> Well, I was yeah. wearing my cape and my suit with the big eye. <laughs> with the U. Or the U, yeah. An I for impressible. <laughs> um, yeah, the unimpressible, uh, you know. But um, so yeah. uh, our about, boss, what? Ed Boyd, came, yes. and he's also super unimpressible. And he wants things to be shorter than me. Even. Yeah. Like, I always feel like we could cut a minute out of everything. And he's like, oh, no, we could cut four minutes out of it. I'm like, well, it was only five minutes. And he's like, exactly. Right. Like, that's his deal. And Less is less. But he has issues. And yeah. so... He because they were playing the little eight, seven, six yes. circle thing, yeah. and before there would be like a title card that would just say the lesbian swimming folk song by Frank and whatever, yeah. and total running time, six and a half minutes, right? And he would look at me after everyone would be like, "Oh, six minutes forty two seconds." Like yeah. we would see, he saw hair color, hair box thriller, yeah. fifty seconds. Okay, we're in. This we're is in. Good. We're good. I can do this. Yeah. And um, when the it was movie, so slapdash of them to not have queued up those tapes, the first movie the other that came up was seamless. The, of the final two, which were both long, unbeknownst to me, yeah. And the title card comes up and it says nineteen minutes, and Ed goes, "See it work tomorrow," and yeah. literally got up and left. Yeah, didn't even see the tranny. Didn't even see. Wasn't he? Didn't care. Yeah, he it was did not, just nineteen. So out. 
He, um, Ed said there might be some stuff going on at E. I'm supposed to call him this week. Yeah, but we, I don't think we can talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, but it was like, uh, give me a call this week. So I, I don't even know what they are. He just said yeah. call him. So that's exciting. Yeah, uh, he said something about maybe um, I might take you off the dish. And Oh, really? There's a, there's a new kid in town. Nah. No, ba, there's ba, a new ba, project, ba, ba. and he wants to talk about it. All right. I don't think I should talk about it. Yeah. Well, then I he, don't know anything about it. And he wants me to call him, too, about yeah. whatever it is. Or there's, so, He said there were several there's things. There's a bunch of things. All right, that's good. I might not be homeless. That's a good thing. <laughs> Shit. So basically, in the nutshell, I think this effects is working. The effects are working. Well, and you know who else does? Richard. Or is I know. Robert? Richard. Richard. Yeah, yeah, Richard, who you made out with before yeah. you did the Q&A. Because I still have the same problems I had before, but I'm just not that sad about them. You just don't care no more. It's remarkable. Mm-hmm. I'm happy as a clam. That's good. And yeah, I, it's really weird. I really... You're also really busy. I'm really busy. And I think but that helps. Not working that much. I'm My job is trying to get paid for the work that I have done. Yeah, but you, a you've got a lot job. of stuff to yeah, do. No. And I think not having... You know, get out of the bed and you're like, oh, what am I going to do? I yeah. mean, I think that's a kind of a bummer. And making this film, I'm so glad I did it. It kind of gave me something to be excited about and be invested. The best. Anyways, um, I'm doing better. I'm happy and love the outfest. But I have other guys, too, on the post-it. Well, let's... There is a fellow who auditioned for Rub Down, and I wanted to cast as the masseur. He, mm-hmm. I was, But he was SAG, so I couldn't. Right. And he was in Go-Go Reject. Okay. He played the sexy guy in the locker room. Okay. And I think we're going to a play this week. Nice. I know. I don't know if it's day. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know what it is. But he signed his message XOXO XO. Okay. Well, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean Jack. No. But he's on the post-it. I know. It's Um, true. Oh, but I like that. I'm having a coffee date with a guy. Jesus. Yeah. There's. It's a post-it full. There's a. It's like looking into a hoary mirror. It's true. (laughs) 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 Um. Yeah. So there's that. But um, I. Oh shit. Oh god. There's so much to talk about. What? Okay, let me break, break this down for you, and then we'll. I'm sure you'll have some, a good story. Um, no, I'm just going to interrupt yours. Grease 2 was the sing-along this year. Ugh. First of all, that's a shitty music. It's, it's, it's yeah. horrible. I thought I would find some kind of campy enjoyment out of it, and I kind of did, not it was fun to be there. But those musical numbers are like when you go to the Groundlings, and they yeah. make up a musical on the spot, and right. they, it doesn't rhyme, and right. there's no melody. Right, but Every you're like, wow, they just pulled that out of their ass. That's, yeah. Yeah, this horrible. Is... But my my ex my ex that um, Edmondson uh-huh. anyway that I dated years ago and then I kind of had that flirtation with last year and then he kind of blew me off and ugh. anyway he's there in full leather like Maxwell Caulfield with the the helmet on and the whole thing because oh, he's all into that shit. He loves dressing up. Uh-huh. Like he'll dress up whatever, and he's no there. he'll dress up as something that's a, a sex object. Yeah, but he ain't dressing up. He ain't gonna do drag, Dorothy. Yeah, no, or no, no. oh, look, I'm the fat guy. Yeah. No, but it's like, oh, you want me to be in a bathrobe and have a face mask, a facial yeah. mask yeah. on? Yeah, I'll do. I'll be that guy. Yeah. As long as there's an element of yeah, sexual cool availability, writer. right? Yeah, then cool then writer. he'll dress up. Yeah, that's um, not the same as being someone who no, loves that's to dress true. up. That's true. Well, he did go as the Bionic Man. Uh, yeah, when yeah. We were Halloween, who is also also was at the time we all masturbated yeah, to. That's true, and has an element of sexuality yeah. to it. He's never gonna. He's be... not gonna go with Screech. No, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, oh look, I'm a character from Despicable Me. Yeah. No, not no. not not this year. No, yeah. I'd actually I'm gonna go as the situation. Yeah. And just wear some shorts. Yeah. And uh, not have a shirt. How about that? So, anyway. He's there, and our last little interlude last fall, he kind of like dropped, you know, yeah, did the he come here balls. He did the come here go away thing again, and the same bullshit where you know I end up feeling okay, and then I feel crappy, and then it, you know it was short lived that crappiness. But he's a douche. Yes. So he's there, and he had brought with him Maxwell Caulfield's daughter, who okay. he is now friends with, and okay. I forget her name. I want to say Meredith or something like that. She's very sweet. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's Maxwell Caulfield's daughter. And she's dressed yeah. like Michelle Maxine. Pfeiffer. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, I start talking to her. And I'm like, oh, what do you remember about the movie? Because she was like two years old when it was made. Like, he, she, he was already married, I guess, to Juliet Mills or okay. whatever. And they're still together. So I go, would you talk about this on stage? Would you want to get up and say? Because they didn't have any. But no, Lorna Luff didn't show. Adrian Zamed 
you know, Outfest wow. didn't have any. When you can't get Adrian's mad, that <laughs> means you literally didn't, you didn't make a call. Yeah. Yeah. That means that no attempts were made. A, balls, a ball was dropped. So, um, oh my God. so anyway, I went and Alonzo was officiating. So I went and grabbed him and I said, look, I just met Maxwell Caulfield's daughter and she's willing to say hello and maybe share a story if you want. Yeah. So I put them together and she was into it. And she told this funny story about how when her dad went to audition to be in Greece 2, he didn't have a jacket, so Paramount, the costume department, gave him a, ja- a leather jacket, and he put in his hand in the pocket, and there was a letter from, a, a little note from Olivia to John Travolta. Like a John Travolta, Olivia note, and John note. So it must have been the same jacket. Jesus. I know, right? That's a fun story. That's an incredible anecdote, and yeah. It's so like, she was cute. Those and people in the wardrobe department are really not on their gig. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't even fucking empty the pockets. <laughs> I knew you would have no. Like clearly, this jacket's not been laundered. Yeah, <laughs> that's this, what I get out of this. That's, that's, you're giving, that's an impressible. Time you're giving me stinky costumes <laughs> <laughs> with no dress shields. Okay, so um, anyway, she was charming and cute and dressed up, and it kind of kicked off the evening with a fun little bang. And I thought, you know, all that that two years I was sad about that asshole, and the you know two days I was sad about him, and you know, it was all worth it. No, it wasn't. Because we had a Grease 2 uh, moment. It's a good story, though. It's a good story. You know, and so he was not fucking useless for the first time in <laughs> our history. And uh, that was kind of cool. So um, I also met Kat Dealey. Oh, But boy. I feel like I'm hogging the, the cast. No, no, no. You hog away. What do you want to tell us okay. about Kat Dealey? So we – oh, I want to talk to you about the TV Guide thing because we both got to do this TV Guide yeah. thing. So – it's a special the TV guy's doing, like, the 10 commercials of the year, the best commercials right. of the year. And yeah, and it's July, so I think we can really decide what the best ones of the yeah. entire year are already, yeah. right? Yeah, So it, I think it airs August 1st. Yes. So um, Tony and I were both brought in to be talking head guys, and our friend Michael Anthony um, kind of made that happen. And yes. so I go to do my bit, and it's fun, and I stick it up, and uh, I call him afterwards, and, I, and he's like, do you want to come over to my office and hang out for a while? And I was like, okay. He goes, if you hurry, you'll meet Kat Dealey, who I love from So You Think You Can Dance. Right. So good at her job. So I run over there, and um, she's still there. And I, I have my camera with me, and I'm like, can I take a picture? And he goes, mm, I don't think so. I'm like, that's cool. No worries. Right. So she comes down. She's leaving. She comes down the hall, and Michael has to escort her out. So he's like, come with me. So we just ride in the elevator down. And, I, and she, he goes, this is my friend Dennis. And I said, I just want you to know that you're fantastic at your job. And I love it when you stood up for Adachike. This was a couple weeks ago right. when Mia Michaels ripped this one guy a new asshole. Uh-huh. And Kat goes, how come you said the exact same thing to Jose and it's a good thing? And then you said it that Adachike made it his own and it's a bad thing. Right. You know, like she stood up for him. Good. Because Mia so clearly doesn't like this one dancer. And she goes, well, yeah. So I was like, I'm so glad you did that. I think you should get the Nobel Prize. She goes, thank you. And she goes, well, I had to say something because the language is exactly the same. And I'm like, you're so great. I love you. I said, I write this recap uh, of the show that's basically a love letter to you. So she was sweet. And then she left. And, and then um, I got to – I stole a cup from the dressing room that I think is her coffee cup because it has a cat, a C on it and a star. And Michael later confirmed that it was, in fact, hers because he often goes to get the coffee and it has her lip marks on it. So long story short, met her, had a moment – She's everything you want her to be. I have, have some of her trash. I have some of her trash. I went outside. I'm like flying high. There's a woman with a little blizzard cup. And I'm like, Dairy Queen, Hollywood and Highland. Not known for having a Dairy Queen. Where did you get that? Oh, the blizzard mobile's right around the corner. The what? Running. <laughs> Fucking blizzard mobile. Right there giving away mini blizzards. So Cat Dealey and then the blizzard mobile. For free? For free. Jesus. Butterfinger or It's not the effects of Dennis. I know. It's the blizzard? It's your life. It's my life. Your life is turned a fucking round. It's turned around in all in a lot of ways. Yeah. Just, just don't let's not go to the ATM. Let's just avoid that if <laughs> all possible. So yeah, Cat D. Lee in a blizzard the same afternoon. I had fraudulent activity on my checking account this week. Oh fuck it. It's duck. interesting. I was making some really big credit card payments and so I checked my balance in the morning and then did an online payment, you know, like $1,500. And that night wanted to make sure that it had gone through because yeah. I was doing another one the next day. Um, and suddenly there was this 900 dot and some odd dollars gone. Fuck. You know, in charges that had come through that afternoon. On the credit card. And I had only done the one charge. And it's my ATM debit card. Right. And um, so I immediately called and said, in, in the past couple of hours, 
these six charges have gone through that are all Walmart.com or Zappos or ProFlowers. And they're all like $150-ish. But it totaled up to like 950 bucks, And none of them are me. They're all you know online. And they were like, okay, no problem. It, it's pretty obvious that it's fraud because you made your payment and it's coded from like where in the country you right. were, what computer you were logged on. Right. And then these other charges were happening at virtually the same time from a different part of the country. So it, you know what I mean? It's, right. no, it's clearly it's no brainer. Yeah. And obviously anything online, the merchant is going to have an address for whatever this person tried yeah. to buy. And it's not me. Yeah. It's, so it's pretty easy to prove. But the problem is they deduct it from your account because a, a debit authorization, they've given a visa authorization to this, to walmart.com. Right. Right. Now I said, okay, but now we know it's fake. So what I want you to do is call, it's only three vendors. It's Zappos, Walmart, and ProFlowers because there were multiple charges. to. So it's three phone calls I want you to make to tell them that these were fraudulent charges and not to put them through so that then you can put the money back in my account tomorrow. Oh, no, no, that's not how this works. They have five business days to submit for the money. And then once they submit for the money, we pay them. And then we launch an investigation and we have like three weeks to determine whether or not it was fraudulent. And then we'll put the money back in your account. I'm like, no, I'm not going to loan $1,000 to the fucking universe when we all agree it's obvious fraud. What I'm telling you to do is not pay these charges. It's the same as if I was putting a stop payment on a check. Yeah. Like, oh, no, no, that's not – no, because we have an arrangement with the vendors that once they get an authorization that that money will be there for them. Okay, well, you have an arrangement with me that I'm your fucking customer and you charge me a service charge every month for the privilege of banking with you. So, no, your loyalty needs to be to me, not to fucking Walmart.com. And P.S., it's just a phone call. All you have to do is call and say, this charge is fake. Don't put it in. They'll be like, okay, no problem. Like, you know, I go, you have a whole business. You have a whole building full of people that's your fraud department that all probably have better health insurance and benefits than I do, whose job it is is to deal with this. But you're saying, no, no, we have to wait. They're not going to do anything until after we paid this out. Then they'll do a two-week-long investigation. A a three-minute phone call, that's too easy. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't be able to keep these people working and charge you the monthly service fee. Like, it's just very fucked up. So anyway, uh, you know, what they ended up doing was saying, we think you should take a bunch of cash out. And knowing that I have outstanding checks, which would bounce, they then went ahead and authorized the system to pay those checks, even though they would bounce. Yeah. And not charge me overdraft the, or whatever. Yeah. And then hopefully by Monday or Tuesday, the, it will be worked out in the money. The funds will okay. be back and nothing. it'll be disaster averted. But it, literally, I was in the branch for over an hour Ugh. talking to a human who was like, you're totally right. That's just not how we do things. Ugh. That's but, yeah, horrible. Frustrating. frustrating. It could have been, you know, it could always be worse. It could be thousands or I could be At least you traveling. You know, that you happened to my it. mother. Yeah, that happened to my mother while she was in Mexico. Shit. Someone was using a card, and she was like having to borrow money from people. I guess. Fuck. For like on the Let's be honest. Race. For booze. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's let's... like on the Amazing Race where they take your money away, and you have to like. Yeah, but you don't have a camera crew, That's so true. no one's gonna actually give you anything. That's true. That's true. Uh, <sighs> Mel Gibson, Dennis. I here's my thing. He's the poet laureate of America. When when I'm listening to how first of all Howard Stern's amazing because they He's... get to play him uncensored. He is the new Maya Angelou. <sighs> when they say, "Oh, a new, there's a new tape." I, there's a part of me that gets yes. really excited. But I'm so excited. They're so hard. I can't, couldn't even listen all the way through to number five. I don't know if I And I can five. go to the dark place. I it gets too dark for me. Them. Oh, I hate get to too admit dark. that I love them. I mean, The first horrible. ones were hilarious in how over the top he was being. But in the later ones, now that you can hear her talking and she's going, can you hear yourself? You yeah, sound like crazy person. Me. Yeah, I love That's her, by the way. That's when... It's like now it's not even funny anymore because yeah. he's gonna fucking knock her. He's teeth gonna out. kill her. Yeah, he's gonna kill her and that baby. Like, and thank God she got these tape. Like, yeah. I can't believe how people are like, well, she's clearly egging him on, and she was taping or, it behind his back. Yeah, what? Or you know, maybe she's using him. Or and I'm like, listen, what could she- okay, if she has some bad quality, she might be a two. <laughs> yeah, he is a seven thousand and forty eight on like, the scale. I can't believe that you wouldn't just rush to talk about how horrible he is. Yes, that we would even be talking about her. Yes. At all. In an, and I love to yeah. say negative things about people. Right. I hate when anyone has anything bad to say about it. Well, she's just, no. She's trying not to die, 
is what she's trying not to do. Yeah, and, and by uh, the way, he's Mel Gibson and she's Oksana somebody. Yeah. Like, if she doesn't have the fucking tapes, yeah. no she's one's going to... She's got nothing. Like, it's just yeah. another, oh, Tom Cruise tried to jerk off with me in a steam room yeah. story from a gay guy. Yeah. No, no, you need the tapes. Yeah. We, 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 need, we require the tapes I nowadays. love her Russian cool. Like, yeah. You're I, not listening to me. <laughs> I just love I it. love just the, the, the... She's looking at the cassette recorder, whatever, rolling or yeah. whatever. And she's like... And I love her Russian cool. Like, I did not... I have no shoes till I was the time I'm 10. I can fucking tape. (laughs) You know? It's incredible. My favorite thing, he says, You're a pain in my ass! Stop being that! Yeah, stop being that. I love his language and, like, You should smile and blow me! (laughs) That's amazing. But it's hard to smile with a dick in your mouth. And I love having a dick in my mouth. I'm happy. How would you say I smile smile and blow you with my mouth? Because (laughs) if I blow you, I cannot smile. Do you want me to smile at you first? And then then I smile? Really, I think you should blow me and then smile at me so I know you like blowing me. Yeah. I would want the smile after. I just like... Like they do in those Bellamy videos. Yeah. Oh, they always, they always, and they're like the worst at blowjobs in those Bellamy. Those there's lots of like they hold it with their fingers, like and it's a corn like a cob. big cigar, yeah. And they kind of only take in just the head, yeah. I guess, to try to make the dicks look bigger, maybe or something. It's almost they're practically corn cob in it. Yeah, they don't like it at all. And then it always shoots like on the kid's neck or shoulder, and then he looks up and smiles. Yeah, that's all Mel Gibson wants. He just wants that. <laughs> but then you want to do to go to the jacuzzi? Ah, like he the word jacuzzi yeah. sets him up. It's he, the way she says jacuzzi. And he can maintain that kind of fury for six and a half minutes. So this is all one phone call, right? You know no. more of the facts. Oh, no, there are multiple. There's I several. Multiple I know it's different tapes are coming yeah. out, but it's multiple phone calls. And now there's the picture of her with her tooth broken out. I have not seen that. It's on Radar Online. Radar Online is... Radar like, Online is fucking dancing yeah. a jig, and you yeah. can't blame them. No. I mean, this is really... This is the best. This is so much better than America's Got Talent or Big Brother yeah. or any of it. It's better than Lindsay, even. It's way that, better than that Lindsay. That brings me such joy, because yeah. I feel like she's gonna die, too, and I think it's hilarious. Yeah, she's Because it's mess. just so unnecessary, and there's so many... Everyone acting... Like they're trying to stop it and help her, but they're not actually. And, you know, I don't think it's as hard to stop a 23-year-old addict who can be cut off, who has a business manager that can be yeah. like, we're freezing your assets. Yeah. You've got no money. You know what I mean? Like, there were there are ways that you – like, I can't – shut down my 59-year-old mother if she wants yeah. to go on some kind of a bender. Right. Like, but – it's different when you're a, a corporation yeah. like she is. There are a lot of people that can just shut you down. Maybe Britney Spears' dad could be like, I'm going to take this. Yeah. Because he seemed to calm her down. Like, yes. Although I just was in Rite Aid and she's on the cover of Cosmo. And I was like, oh, Britney, what's she up to? And it, they gave her a questionnaire to fill out and it's mm, supposed it's to be like good. her own writing. And talk about chicken scratch. Like, oh. <laughs> I was like, Are you going to complain? Did she about do this in a car? Well, did she do it in a car? It really, like, probably. They're, they're trying to make it. Did you seem see how like, I said that with no bees? Yeah, probably. I like when you say probably. Yeah. I also like to say, um, what is it that and Danielle ended up saying it on as per usual? As per usual. That's on the show now. I like there was as a lot of, there was a whole conversation on how to spell it. I love as per And I'm per like, use. it's U S J as usual. USJ because it's like, like short for usual. Yeah, as per usual. But huge. then the J, but whatever. Yeah, but um, no Lohan. But Mel Gibson is like, when they say, "Oh, a new tape was released," I'm like, I'm. I part of me is like, that's excited. interesting because I'm gonna, admitting that I'm not proud of that. But I, I do. But the podcast find listeners would expect riveting. me to love hear that sentence and you to go, "Oh no!" And it turns out it's the reverse because when the fifth tape was released, you were like, "I, I can't. was like, I can't." And I don't I know if I've heard that one. to it until the end of the day, and then I could only go a couple minutes. I couldn't go. What was that one about? That They're wasn't wet bag. About... That wasn't wet bag or no, pack I think of n words. F- no, pack of n words is like the first right out the one gate. of the first or second yeah. tape. That was the first single. Yeah, yeah, was the n word <laughs> and pa- raped by a pack. pack. Uh, yeah. I also like that she's a bitch on heat. Yeah. She's on heat. Yeah. And the heavy breathing. I don't know where he's at when he's making these phone calls. He's apparently on a treadmill somewhere. Yeah. He's, but they or, capture, or he's late for a clan meeting and he's running to... They capture my imagination, these tapes. I don't like love that yeah. he's you know, threatening her life or whatever, but I do kind of love that she's kind of taping There's it. There's a like, t-shirt with his picture on it that says, you should just smile and blow me. Yeah. And I thought, God, I want to buy that t-shirt, but then yeah. I just feel like, oh... 
sometimes I wear a t-shirt to the gym and people get upset and you you your t-shirts can be a bit in your face. Yeah. And like, so I don't after the tsunami you wore a t-shirt that says Nate Burks. No, I made that t-shirt yes. and it said Fernando Bangachea who. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it said. I thought it said Nate Burkus's next boyfriend. Oh, oh, maybe that, yeah, maybe that was the first one was. Yeah. 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 Nate Burkus's next boyfriend. It was like a week later. That, yeah, it was yeah. days after, yeah. but he was, you know, I was just letting him know whenever yeah. he was ready to move on. Yeah, you were and, right there. But yet, I don't even want Nate Burkus. so. Yeah. Boy, so I, I really dodged a bullet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what, now, who's on your boy, who's on your boy post-it docket? There's really not, I am really... Um, just crazy about this guy that I met in P-Town. Right. Who, you know, lives in Boston and who, but he's going to come and, and stay for a weekend. He's going to come Fantastic. for a weekend in August. When is he coming? Um, In August. And okay. so that'll, you know, but. You talk to him at, like every yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. No, we talk every couple days. Yeah. And he's in Denver this weekend for a friend of his 40th birthday. And That's almost and here. I know. Oh, I know. And, um, but, um, you know, he's just, he's smart and he's just, He's really funny, but like in a different way than I'm funny. So it's like, it's not that weird. You guys compliment each other nicely. Yeah, it feels complimentary in literally every single way. Like it's just, he's just one of the few people that I really enjoyed being around. I just Great. don't generally, you know what I mean? People just bug Good. me and he just charms me. In such a genuine, sincere oh, way, and I mean that's it. great. But you know, whatever. He lives very far away, and I don't. think Well, just that appreciate the, for what it oh, is, yes. as opposed to what it isn't. Totally. Does that make sense? Well, I mean that's good on paper, but um, yes. Um, so I mean, there's a guy here that I've gone out with a couple of times, um, and but I don't. You know, he, who's who's also very nice. We're sort of getting yeah. to know each other. We've been out like twice, but he has a tattoo. Um, right over his bush a big arch like a rainbow uh -huh. um that says chivalry is dead now so my trainer um just calls him chivalry he's like so what's up with chivalry i like that name and a nickname. he um but the thing is that's i mean it, i don't think that a 27 year old has lived enough to know if chivalry really is dead. What's he trying to say? Yeah, I just feel Except, like already I don't like this tattoo. I don't like the statement. No, I don't like the philosophy. And the placement is weird. Did somebody like, ask him to open a door with his cock? Right, Can exactly. you get that? Can you open my car door but, with your cock? Yeah, because it's no, like, why because... is it... It's on your... It's right over... And it's not like it's small, like a little rainbow over your bush. It's hip bone to hip bone, just under your belly button. Like, it's big. And, um... But then he explain what it's he was also in the worst old English font oh, that then blurred you... after it was in his skin. So now you it, it can't be read. It's yeah. completely so he has a tattoo that, that says, when people see it, when they should be looking at his dick, because you would really only be seeing it if you were intimate. You really it sh now we should be at you should be someone should be smiling and blowing you. Yeah. But instead, they have to stop smiling and blowing and say, what does this say? And he has to go, chivalry is dead. And he's kind of like, oh, I know. And so it's like a conversation piece, but in the bad, in the bad a, way. It's a boner killer. No, but... It's a boner maimer? <laughs> it just, you know, it doesn't affect boners. Right. I don't think. All right. But, you know. Um, it's a bit of a speed bump. Maybe I don't know. So anyway, I, hate, I don't want to seem like I'm bad mouthing him because he's a very um, you like him otherwise. He's a very nice guy, uh, but I just I have been thinking about Eric a lot, which I don't even want to even say on the podcast anymore because right. I know everyone's sick of hearing it. I'm sick of saying it. Right. Um. But I have you know because oh have we talked about TJ about how I heard from my ex TJ from a few years ago right who um is in a relationship and you're very, very happy in this relationship, but is really kind of at a crossroads in his life. No, I don't want to say crossroads, but he's at a point in his life where he's really evaluating a lot of stuff. And though he is incredibly happy in the relationship, I don't mean to imply he's thinking about leaving the boyfriend or anything. I don't think that's it right. at all. I just right. want to be clear because podcast listeners might know him. Um, and he's just, he's a great, wonderful, wonderful yeah. guy. He's Smart. one of my faves. Yeah. He has two, he has two degrees. And is, has gone back to school wow. full-time getting his third degree um, in interior design, but still working at the magazine that he works at in a really big job. Like, he's 
he's a go-getter, but he really was at this point where he felt like he needed to do something and it turns out it was school. But anyway, he reached out to me because we don't really have any contact and that's kind of been his right design but he and the boyfriend did come and see my show right i shit my pants earlier this year and it was very nice to meet the boyfriend who's charming and nice i like him very much anyway and he was just like i there's so much i have so many unanswered questions about his time with me and i was like his first heartbreak and he was really 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 wrecked afterwards right like had to get on a plane and go back home to kentucky and has his mom like like his wounds for like a week after we broke up and stuff like I really broke his heart in a way that was, you know, that first heartbreak. So now it's a few years later and he just has a lot of unanswered questions still about it. Not like trying to get back. I don't, I want to be very clear on that. And I was like, yes, anytime you want, we can sit and we can sit at a dinner table and you can ask me literally anything. And I will answer you with 100% honesty. And I, that's exciting to me that I'm able to give that, Yeah. but it's made me realize how much I want that from Eric. And how much I really wish that's really what I want from him is just some answers about some things. I don't think I want Eric back. I think we have enough evidence over the past year and a half that he's not an especially good person. Yeah. But nor is he a big fan of mine. Like, do you know what I mean? Like he don't want me, but I do have some questions. And so it's, I'm excited about the opportunity to give to TJ. You haven't done that yet. No. Yeah. We're going to have dinner this week. Um, and so, but I'd probably it's not, have a date that night. I might have I'm sure you probably have a date. Yeah, yeah. you whore. But, um, but I want to be clear that it's not him thinking about sure. getting back with me and ditching the boyfriend. Cause that ain't what yeah. this is. And I just, it can be good to look, to get some distance yes. from something like that and look at it. I found that for sure. And look, I'm the guy, if you are in a relationship, I'm the best person for you to have a little secret dinner with behind your boyfriend's back because I will fucking keep you in that fucking relationship. Yeah. I will fucking remind you how yeah. horrible it is. Get your foot out of my fucking crotch and go home to your boyfriend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And pay. Right. And I pay. want every. I want couples to stay together. You're worse I than Judith to... Light in terms of supporting. The... I'm worse than Judith Light in a lot of ways, but I just don't know the one that you're getting at right well, now. We, our joke used to be that she she wouldn't rest until all the gay people have boyfriends. That's her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is she kind of a yenta? I know she wants to cure AIDS like herself, no, but she. Like she wants to just take a weekend with she's Morgan Fairchild in She's just always there for the lab. gays. She's always there, mm-hmm. whether the cameras are on or not. She's just there, so you yeah. feel like she won't rest till we all have a boyfriend. Yeah, and uh, nice little cottage. Oh boy, uh, that's kind of cool about TJ. I like him. I think he's yeah. the greatest. And yeah. if he could just be, if he were just a little old, you know what I mean? He was like, we could have been together forever. He just was twenty three at the time. Yeah. This is like four years ago, and. He was wanting to do 23. You know the power hour story. Yeah, for sure. The drinking. And you thought it was sex. Yeah. yeah he said, can we story. do a power hour? And I said, oh, I don't, I don't think I can fuck for a whole hour. Right. That's a, and it turns out it's a drinking game. Yeah. And that really, really accentuated the difference in our ages. It really sure. pointed it out. All right. You go. Uh, post it. I, we, there was a screening last night called Is It Just Me? And it's a gay romantic comedy set in WeHo. And it was kind of cliche, but it yeah. was under the stars. It was kind of a fun night, but it was like a little bit. There were moments that where the audience was kind of groaning. Did you go to Mulligans that year that everyone was laughing nope. at that Charlie, that David movie? Yeah, I don't go. There was I a don't... lot of inappropriate laughter. I avoid his work. Yeah, <laughs> do like his work. His work is work for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As it turns out. Um, so at one point last night, we're watching, and I could feel the audience kind of turning. And the movie had some charms for sure some appealing actors. It was like 15 minutes of plot stretched into 90 minutes mm-hmm. where if some, one person just go have one conversation, yeah. the whole movie would be over. Me and Ed would love that. Yeah. So at one point, just in the audience, you could something happened. There was a line that was a little bit, and somebody goes, oh God. And you could, <laughs> you can hear it. Like I wasn't there. No, I can you prove were, that I wasn't there. You weren't there, but it was like this guy that, it was a moment where we all felt like saying it and then one guy did and then there was a lot of tittering. So mm-hmm. I love that. Oh God. I've been that guy. <laughs> You've been that guy. Um, so yeah, that was last night. Uh, so here's a here's an email. Yeah. Uh, to thecomedycouch at gmail dot com from right. our listener Robert. Rob from Orlando writes, "Hey boys, haven't heard how Tony did yet on the new podcast, or heard how Dennis did in San Francisco, but I'll listen to that later. Uh, but two things before I forget: love hoping to he. I say it all the time, and people look at me like I'm an idiot." 
but could you please be my high school teachers and tell me how to use it in a sentence? Uh -huh. I think I use it wrong. For example, I want to use that expression, I hope to he. Uh, second, my husband David, the one that I drove to Wisconsin with from Orlando, would like to strangle you both, as you both got me talking like the Falcon Video Pack narrator all the time. I really can't stop. Falcon Video Pack number 767. Robin, David, go to Epcot Center. I really do have to stop, but it is so much fun. Yeah, love Rob from Orlando. They didn't get so, to the porn. He didn't even get to the porny pot. No, they're in the Thai Pavilion. When out come the cocks, <laughs> and soon the loads are flying all over the Lederhosen <laughs> in Epcot cock. That was good. Yeah. So let's discuss hope to he. I sort of feel like there's not a wrong way. No, you can't go wrong with hope to he. Right. I feel a lot like of times the wronger it is, the better, the funnier mm -hmm. to so, me. Run with it. My my uh, career coach friend who I'm working with on a book, we, we were talking about hoping to he yesterday. Yeah. And just yesterday. So hoping to he has got legs <laughs> it's is the in point. the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, my favorite usage is uh, my favorite usage of it is when you tell a whole story. And then it was a story that let you down in a way, and then you just go, like, oh, I'm trying to think of an example, like some guy that didn't call or whatever, and you thought, mm, and you're, and you're like, hope to he. Like, yeah. you could just use it at the to end to sum up. It really up. points out someone literally just lost interest in the middle of a fucking <laughs> sentence that they were speaking. Yes. It's not like you got sick of listening to me. I We've all experienced that. I even get sick of listening to me sometimes, but... <laughs> But the idea that you could be in the middle of your own sentence and then just, uh, you just give up <laughs> yeah. halfway through saying yeah. something because yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't really mean, your heart's not in, yeah. yeah. It's just so I think good. that's what Hope to He is. Yeah, it's, just, it's so rich. It's really, <laughs> it really to is. He. Yeah. It's like, it's just like an almond roca. Like, I want to try, but I can't. <laughs> so there's that. Okay, so, what else we got? That's not that controversial. Well, here we go. <laughs> um... So you're one of my Facebook friends. Yes. And Thursday before I went to the screening of your uh, your tour de force, Rub Down, as Oprah would call it, um, <laughs> I was at the gym, the YMCA, yeah. and uh, Ryan Gosling is there a lot. He plays basketball with some fellows, and I see him a few times a week. Yes. And it just so happened that I was up in the like stretching room doing abs, and Ryan Gosling comes in, and is on a ball right next to me and I got a text and when you get a text I'm listening to my iPod on my iPhone my new iPod my iPhone 4 which I love and you should all be jealous of um, and what happens when you're listening to the iPod and then a call or a text comes in the music fades out yeah. and the phone either starts to ring or you get this text so right. I, it, I pay attention to the text I sit up I stop doing my abs and I respond to the text and I realized, oh, my God, I could take his picture right now because he I'm texting. But all I have to do is hit the button that says camera and then hit the like ch -ch -ch button. And it won't make a sound because I have my headphones in, which mutes it. And we were both facing a mirror. So as I'm sitting up texting, right, it was like I didn't have to move. So I snapped off two photos of him and uh, posted one on my Facebook, right, you know, that as I was leaving the gym, hey, I just did abs with Ryan Gosling, discuss. You know, thinking that's a fun Hollywood thing that people would, and it, the floods, I mean, there were like 30 or 40 comments of people, and you can almost see up his pant leg, which you can't, and, and uh, I love, uh, one of my friends was like, ooh, he's wearing black tube socks, and I was like, exactly. That's how you know he's straight. And, and but like people, oh, he looks great in his arms, and whatever, okay. Um, this text is from a listener named Jeremy, and I'm really, really fighting with myself to not give out his email address. Um, and it is, it's, are you uncomfortable? He's you is he going to rip you a new asshole for it's, the title is uncool secret gym photo. Are you uncomfortable? Yeah, I know you are. Tony, as I have previously emailed, I'm a huge fan of the podcast and you guys, if the photo was staged, then don't read, don't read any further. Allow me to throw a bucket of cold water on all the Facebook numbskulls giving you high fives for the surreptitiously taken photograph of some actor. You should be ashamed of yourself for such uncool behavior for at least the following reasons. And there is a list of three reasons. Okay. Number one, gyms, especially exclusive ones, are zones of privacy for all people. 
In such venues, people from all walks of life are entitled to expect that they won't be photographed in the unflattering contortions required for many exercises. Number two, the fact that someone is an actor who you apparently think is hot does not justify your behavior. God damn, I am sick and tired of people blathering on about whether or not someone is hot. Moreover, you live in Southern California. Taking a photo like that of a celebrity violates the unwritten code that we leave famous, that we leave famous people the hell alone. I would expect to see that kind of photo posted by a tourist or a 17-year-old girl. Number three, posting the photo on Facebook aggravates you to misbehavior by several degrees. I don't know what that means. Um, okay, if you want to snap a quick photo that you can gaze at while you steal Dennis's fleshlight, then fair enough. I might give you a pass. But posting it, no way. Totally inappropriate. Jeremy. Miss Manners. So, number one, fuck you. But number two, you're totally right. You're totally right. Everything he says is right. Yeah. It's, it's uncool to take a picture of, of someone at a gym when they're in an unflattering p position. And one should believe that when they're at a gym that, you know, they're in a relatively right. paparazzi-free zone. And it's really, you know, it's only a few steps away from sneaking a camera into the locker room and taking a picture of someone's wiener while they're showering, which is... I believe to be a clear violation. And this is just barely removed from that. So I own all that. But Jeremy, he was wearing black tube socks. And in doing that, he gave up all of his other rights. Right. And I feel like I was allowed to document it and share it with the world. Right. And I didn't say, hey, look at this dumb asshole wearing black tube socks to work out in. No. I just said, hey, it's me doing Abs to Brian Gosling. Discuss. And didn't say anything negative about him at all. And I think he's a handsome guy. Right. And I think it's one of those fun Hollywood moments that you might have a celebrity right there next to you grunting it out the same as you. Um, so I don't feel that I've... What if the next time you go, he comes up to you and says, hey, did you post that picture of me on Facebook? Oh, I would say I totally did. And I got this letter about it yeah. on my podcast. Yeah, I would totally own it. Yeah. I've said hello to him a number of times. And he's always been very friendly and said hi back. Right. I am absolutely confident that he had no idea that I had taken the right. picture. But that's kind of irrelevant. Yes. Um, he wasn't naked or half naked. Yeah. He wasn't doing something I saw that the he picture. needed to be it ashamed kind of. A distance. Of. It was kind of from a distance. I didn't invade his, yeah, yeah. his personal space. Yeah. Um, but... I, yes, I also. It was yes. also not the, not right, but but it's okay. I'm no Mel Gibson. That's true. I'm not even on that scale. Lindsay Lohan. Um, I have um, my friend Danny loves the stolen moment photos. Sure. And uh, someday he may get his ass kicked. I don't know, but yeah. I do enjoy looking at them when he takes them. But they're not famous people. They're usually just the right. hot guy over across the corner. Or sure. And yeah. sometimes his head's not even in the picture. Yeah. But, uh, so what do you think about this? I want to open this up to the pod, to the couch potatoes. I know. Well, I when I, like... first, I saw it on your Facebook, I thought, oh, that's interesting. There was something about it that said to me, oh, there's going to be a weird ramification from this. I don't know what the... <laughs> oh, come I on. Was, no, I did. I was trying to do the math in my head. What are the ramifications of this? That I knew it would be, um, that it would be controversial. I feel like the, the couch potatoes are going to be 100% squarely in my corner on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong. That's why I'm opening it up. I'm, yeah. If, please p tell me how wrong I am. I, yeah. Okay, bring it. Yeah. But it's I think we all liked the picture, and I think he would not. I think it's not even on his radar at all. I don't think yeah. he would care if some Facebook friend of mine knew him through someone and showed him. I don't think he. There's got to be so much more stuff that actually does annoy him. The people yeah. have snapped pictures of him picking his nose in traffic or something. That I can't imagine this is even on in his life. I, speaking of nose picking in traffic, I noticed that when you're driving, that's the time when you really see those hairs. It's something about the way the light is. Mm -hmm. So I have been known to pull a hair out of my nose in traffic. Uh, look, as long as they come out. Yeah. Because p hair, people with hair coming out of their nose is such a problem for me. Yeah. You know I get my nose waxed. No. 
I literally, when I go and get my facials, she literally, and it's excruciatingly painful. She literally puts hot wax up the whole Jesus. inside of my nose and then puts the fabric over her finger and puts her whole finger on my nose and presses the fabric against all the wax and then pulls it out and just yanks all the hairs out. So my nose will be completely bald, just it's the like lower, just from like where the this crease is on the side yeah. of your nose. You can't go all the way up because you actually do need hairs in your nose. They, you yeah. know, they're catching things. But it's so it's just the is it the two bottom. yanks, one per nostril. Oh no no no, it's, it's several. Fifteen yanks. Fuck I mean, talk. you know, ten yanks in each nostril wow. maybe. Um, and then I have to put like Neosporin in it that night because it's not that it's it doesn't bleed, but it's like kind of open. And you wouldn't want it to get it. Yeah, I much. would much rather drill at a red light. Just but yank. I just hate a fucking nose coming out of hair. my or a hair you get coming out of my nose get or anyone else's. Yeah. I'm oh yeah, I find I'll have like hairs coming out of my ears, and I'm like, twenty four hours ago those yeah. weren't there, and now they're an inch and a half long, catching yeah. the light. Where? How did that? I, I literally had a growth spurt during the night. Of well, maybe you did. Ear hair. Maybe you did. But I really want to talk about this Ryan Gosling photo. We did. We have. All right. So you have nothing more. No, to say I just. I, when I saw it, I thought. I thought. Oh, this is interesting. This is like kind of brazen. There's something kind of <clears throat> brazen about it. Okay. Because people put po- po- pictures with celebrities all the time. Yeah. But usually they're like with them or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, and also Facebook. You so many people see it or whatever. Like <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if someone showed it to him or I don't know what. Someone showed it to the Y. I don't know. It's so blurry and not. There's I, to me, there's nothing. It's just like, oh, look, I ran into a celebrity today. How random yeah. is that? Like of all places, right. I didn't say what gym it was, although I have said now in the podcast. Yeah, but, I don't know. I just when I saw it up there, I thought, oh, that's interesting. Huh? I thought there was something. Um, I don't know. Like I'm not. I like. I'm uh, a deeply flawed man. No, just I just felt like, oh, this is interesting. Oh yeah, no, I'm interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Flawed. All right. Well, I hope that the podcast listeners will pony up and will uh, let me know Talk about it. how they feel about it. Um, I was thinking of having a contest to name my flesh Jack because it doesn't have a name. And I thought maybe the listeners could. Should it? We can't just call him Jai Ho? No. Of course, there is a Jai Ho. There is a Jai Ho, and also Jai Ho shifted into friend territory. Oh, That's... so you wouldn't want a flesh Jack? No. Something that also was called Jai Ho. Yeah. Um, Other people, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to name Lips? It. No. Um, does it, what is the flesh jack orifice? Is it? It's a butt. It's a butt? It's like a brown butt. Like a bubble butt. Wait a minute. Like two actual ass cheeks? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't pick it out. It was the one they sent me. And then yeah. do they just hold it open? Like how do you even get in there? There was just like a normal orifice in there, I guess. I but it's know. not because isn't it only like the size of a silver dollar? Or? It's like, no, it's, oh, it's bigger around. It's like that big. All right. So like like the size of I don't know how big is that. The size of a CD. A CD. Yeah. At the yeah. Okay. At the widest. People can name it. I thought something for like Mauricio or something uh Well, it'll for sure be a foreign name. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And with you I mean Italian is certainly yeah. your you always My dreamed that you would yeah, end yeah, up yeah. marrying some Italian man and live it. like yeah, I mean yeah. I remember I yes. So there's that. <sighs> All right. What time how long have we been going? It's been an hour. We should wrap this up. We should up. wrap it up. Um, I just want to say that I did Russell Davies um, followed through on his promise and went to opening night with me at Outfest. That is so great. It was great. And on the way there, he was like, gave me a new challenge. I have to come up with two new series ideas by the end of the month. Okay. Because now I need an original script to go with my other. I'm just going to try to do whatever he says. Yes. Yeah. Do that. Yes. So there's that. So he's been great. Lovely. Um, But it was weird being with somebody like him at Outfest, because I wanted to say to my friends, this is Russell. You, know, you, you, wanted, to, you wanted people to know the, who they were meeting in case right. they were fans, but you didn't want to give somebody the, the, his resume because it's not somebody recognizable by the face necessarily. Right. I'd be like, this is my friend Russell Davies. <laughs> like, because, oh, you know, because a number of people said, oh, that was later. Yeah. But that opening night party is such a clusterfuck because there's so many people there and there's people that you can't remember their names and you know it's a lot that's just my daily life i yeah. can never seem to remember people's names anymore i'm so old it's just a little over it's fun but it's a little overwhelming yeah. i prefer the once the outfest gets going and it's more and so outfest ends tomorrow tomorrow night 
And then you have three dating, outfest dating situations. Uh, I've got to post it. Maybe. Well, I've got three things that are almost on the books. One of them for sure. I've already kissed. And so. And then there's there some other questions. Other outfest people that possibly might also be getting dates now. Well, there's one that I want to. One guy that I want to. Uh, a Brazilian guy that I met that I want to try to. That I think I asked out on Facebook, but I haven't heard back. I was thinking about somebody asked me the other night when I first met Jack Plotnick, and I mm-hmm. met him at a at a Christmas party in '93. But when you made new friends or like people you wanted to date back then, the first thing you would have to do was call them and right. say, "Hey, I met you the other night." Like that's not even the first step anymore, ever. You don't ever call anybody anymore. I know it's so weird. Like the idea of like, oh, I met that person, he gave me his number, and I had to. I have to talk. Right. And then sometimes you would call them and you would end up being on the phone for an hour laughing and yes. like, and you would get off the phone and be like, wow, this is a friend. Like I have a friend, like, you know, or it would be a weird conversation and you'd kind of be like, oh, it wasn't as fun. Like, yeah. It's like, phone that's how friends, was... that's how friendships or dating used to start with phone yeah. calls. Yeah. It's weird. It's a lost start. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> so there's that. So closing nights tomorrow night, I'm going with Jamie and he's bringing a friend named Mike. And I don't know if it's a date. So I could literally be on a date, um, one of my actors, with a date with another person. Yeah, all right. That's all right. Who cares? Who Southwest cares? closing night. Southwest closing it's night. Every, everyone for himself. Yeah. Yeah. But I still have a crush on Jamie, kind of, because I like him. Yeah, I can totally understand. I mean, he's totally crushable. Like, he's I super totally crushable. Get it. Yeah. So and nice. You know. Um. All right. Well, we need to wrap this up. Let's wrap it we up. We want to send a big shout out to Doctor Kiss, the world's greatest lip balm. Vanitymark.com. Everybody loves it. You can yes. get it. Yes. At Vanitymark.com. Uh, you can find Dennis on Facebook or at DennisHensley.com. You that's can find right. me on Facebook, and that's where you can see this uh, picture before it gets banned. Yeah. Uh, of uh, Brian what Gossett was the name of that email? Because that's what I'm going to name the podcast. Uh, it is secret photo. It shame. is called uncool secret gym photo. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. That's... Okay. <laughs> okay. But I don't want to give it away in the podcast that that's what the controversy is about though. Uncool. I don't want people to know going in. So, uh, uncool but... secret An uncool secret. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. We can talk about it okay. off, off the air. Off the air. All um, right. But yeah. And thank you guys. We love you for, Thanks for your patience. And we will be seeing, we will be hearing you. You'll be hearing us again. Uh, much sooner. So Real soon. Yeah, in a, in a week or so. All right. Okay, we love you. Bye. Bye.